Hello and welcome to the Gold Advantage on the Best of Three Network. I'm your host Nikita and with me as always are Big Money Blues and Scotty. How are you guys doing? I mean to be fair into uh... <laughs> I jumped right on it. Look at that. Yeah, he, know, he knows what's Somebody's coming. Terrified. He knows what's coming. Go I was ahead. just gonna say I'm not. I'm, it's not always me here. I've been, you know, the social I can only appear when when it fits his schedule. So yeah, but social we, I can yeah. only appear when he's given inside information on who's gonna win worlds last year and then take credit and for then using and then, then carry rides that wave for like, the next four <laughs> fucking years. Gets everything else wrong, but it's okay. Well, by the nah, way, okay. my team is still in it. Scoo, your team's still in it. Uh, I mean, Nikki. my my actual pick is yes, yeah, still. Yeah. sure. What do you mean? You I mean, guys pick Mad Lions? Don't even. No, like, no, 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 no. I no, was no. late. You my, guys were like, Mad Lions is the dark horse. Like, don't worry. Wait till they see dark best horse. Of blah blah Damn blah. My, 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 my from the win. jump team. Originally, yeah. what I said is the best values on T one, and I'm that's sticking true. by that because I still believe it. But yeah, and I said the, the best values on the best team in the world over the past two years. Dan one Kia. That's about the only time they're going to hear me agree with Chris today at all. So enjoy that one, Chris. Get it, we'll get into this. Like, forget like, everything we'll get else. Let's just, eventually. let's just forget about everything else. Say what you need to, because I, I think I think it needs to be heard. Me? Yeah. yeah what's, you, what, what's he gonna say? What's he gonna what's say other than the fact that he's All fucking right, let's, down let's twenty dollars? Here's here's my he's statement. Down twenty dollars. That's here's my, my statement. statement. This is where we start. One, I would like to apologize. I mean, I was wrong <laughs> about bad lines and about Cloud Nine. I was over ambitious. Ambitious. Some would say. I had a little bit too much hopium the night there before. There was definitely some hopium in our Cloud9. Yeah, there, was, cool. there was definitely some hopium in my veins. Honestly, though, Cloud9 should have won game two, to be fair. We'll probably get into that eventually. But Chris has been saying some absolute ninny-ninny nonsense bullshit <laughs> on the Discord about how he is team agnostic and only cares about profits, which, to his That's credit, has been a focal point of his character Throughout being on the podcast, yeah, however, it's it's like however, those things of like yes. you know, uh, putting out uh, st- stat tweets and stuff like that. Odds is not a personality, Chris. Yeah. Okay. But this, this exactly. However, there have been many times where he has just absolutely hated on G two and C nine, and it has caused him to be blind to the value on them. And I think Nikki can attest to that as well. Also, he hates North America. I don't know what his problem is. And that's just honestly shameful seeing as he's from the region. I think he wasn't hugged enough as a child or something. And he just likes, you know, just being, being a difficult character. Um, But you know what? This is, if you, if you just want to be about the odds, we can introduce a five minute segment where you're allowed to talk about your favorite odds. And then (laughs) you're not allowed to be involved in any of the banter or, but if you are going to be part of it, you got to have a fucking position, man. You got to back a team. You got to back a fucking horse. Are you guys done? (laughs) <laughs> gotta ride or die. This is just like you gotta have. Is... You gotta have something to root for. You know, like yeah. I can't believe that you think that it's okay to be happy that Gen G won that, regardless of your position on the matter. For me, I mean, like if I had Gen G in that situation, sure, it's a win-win. Like they win, I win. But like, yeah, we went to the we day I lose, C nine goes through, and I'm I'm zero flat on our wager. Sure, but I'm zero flat. Cloud nine's in a semifinal which is unbelievable, not only for North America, but for League of Legends overall in the development of the game. I Like, listen, it, it, I, I think it's just, I think it's nonsense out of you uh, to act like you're, you're above you're, you're it and you're, you only care about the money. And there's no respect there. You gotta, you gotta buck up. 
Are you done? Yeah. We need more from you. I think so. And and by the way, going for the number one team in the world is not a stance. <laughs> That's like you don't even watch the region, so don't even try. Like, oh, who won? Who won Korea? Oh, I guess they're my team now. I don't even know. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna listen. Listen, he he, he did pick them <laughs> last year. To be fair, maybe that was a tip, but he stuck with it this year. I respect that a little. That's bit. That's true. Are you done? Can no. I can I have my retort? <laughs> I'm actually not a rebuttal. <laughs> You can start a retort. I don't know if we'll let you finish it. First and foremost, I too apologize to our listeners for thinking that Mad Lions had more in them than they did. That was just a shame. I mean, on the Twitter, and I, I truly believed, and maybe skewed, I, I fell a victim to Hopium as well. I thought there was no it's fucking so nice. way they got 3 0'd. I just yeah. didn't think that was possible. I thought they were good enough. And they showed that they had quality even at MSI. And that was just, you know, I know that they kind of snuck through the group stage and were able to sneak out the uh, the um, tiebreakers. But no world did I think Damon was going to 3 them. And that, it, there was just a commanding and dom- like if they could have been 5-0, they would have. Like they weren't even close. Uh, yeah. and, and so that was that was surprising and disappointing um, to Scoot in his absurdities. Look, you and Nikki are fans, and I am not. I look at things from a betting perspective. <laughs> You're speaking in such a weird way, and I, I am, am a human being. I so I did a TV show where. About the mighty or something, it's like Steve Carroll at some point is like trying to read something. That's what I remember. Listen, yeah, sure, I'm a fan, but at the same time, like, yeah, I I love Cloud Nine, I love the brand, but I also love North America. Like, any team that would have gotten through, sure, I would have rooted for them 100%. Am a fan across the board. Also, there's some realism there, though, but like. C9, between the two, Mad Lions and Cloud9, they were closer to breaking through. I don't understand this, though. This is a betting podcast. Why would I lie to our listeners and just jump on the fucking Nobody's C9 lying. North America? Nobody's lying. Nobody's lying. When can... the reality is, Jinji was a way better team. I fucking called it. I knew they were going to smoke them, and they fucking did. Thank you. End of story. I'm up $20 on you, and I help the betters out there fucking pick the right choice. Yeah, no one, no one's uh, saying that. Like nobody, always, nobody said when, that Genji wasn't the, the better betting, team. When it comes to the betting, like absolutely, we want to pick the team that wins. But when it comes to the passion, you got to take a stance. Like I'm, there's times where I've been like, hey, this is the smart bet to take, but I totally hope fucking Rogue is gonna win it. I am you team know, like, green. Uh, I am sure, team sure, green. Yes, I, I, I don't said give a that cloud fuck I... about the regions and what's best for the thing. I want to know how am I gonna make money on this. Well, you're not going to make money on it for long if no development happens. So that's that's not true. That's That's also not true. There will always be teams. There will be games to be had, and I will consume them, and then I will fucking bet on them. That's what people are listening to us for. It's the passion. (laughs) They listen to YouTube forever. the passion. I'm passionate about the betting. Here's Um, here's, here's the, 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 the matter of fact here. I don't know. The, the, the way I see this just, you got it. You have to back something. I agree with that, and I I also will say that I did acknowledge that Genji is the better side. I 
never disagreed with that. I said Cloud9 went 3 0. Sure, that was a little bit off the fucking handle. Yeah, but that whatever. was obviously you just said like, they were you, that was obviously taking you, taking your entire place. position has always been Jinji's My position a boring is that they're game. super boring. I right. didn't say they weren't good. But it's, I mean, it's hard to root for them when no, they're that boring. You, also, you have, we should play back the tape. You, because they're boring, you think they're also bad. You think they're predictable, and you thought that Cloud9 could exploit I think they that. are predictable, yes. Well, I just they, don't think they've played a team that has a chance to exploit that yet. Honestly, Cloud9's inconsistency is, like, disappointing. But there were moments where it was like, well, wow. Well, was getting his fucking ass handed to him, getting picked left and right again. It was absurd. Yeah, it's because BDD is actually fucking nice. He's like the only player on Gen G that's somewhat fun to watch yeah, and actually also, somewhat interesting. And Vulcan I, it's, was just getting torched. There's something to be yeah, said. Yeah, Vulcan got killed. B, they, they said in an interview, he's like, none of the players are interested in uh, laning. And it shows. And it's so fucking true. I think, like, I, I want to do a big recap podcast at the end of Worlds, but... I think while we're hot on this, um, to me, Cloud9 has been like basically an abysmal failure for the level that we hope them to reach. Like, okay, they won spring. Summer was a mess. They creeped through to Worlds. In Worlds, I still maintain they look like the worst team. They got out because of a group situation. Um, I'm I'm pretty... I'll, I'll be surprised if we see this these five next year. I also don't think Mad Lions is going to stick together. I mean, for what's been invested in Cloud9, it is super disappointing. Yeah. Like, just to put that flat out. I think the I only think, two players you can keep... I, you have to keep Perks. You have to, like, but I also think he's been arguably the most underwhelming. Actually, no. Oh, he's I, been, you, know what, you know what? I actually kind of disagree with that. I think the two you need to keep are Fudge and uh, Blabber. Um, yeah, I agree with that entirely. I, I was going to say. I think Zven can go. Vulcan... It, underperformed recently but he has historically been really good so i'm willing to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt but i think for what you're paying for perks i don't know that he's worth it i mean but where are you gonna send him i we'll get into it after the season's over but yeah yeah that's just a really tough it's a really tough question to come man lines this is their second worlds where they have shit the bed i think you've got to keep the keys to expand upon that they didn't just shit the bed. Like they just after they won the spring. Yes, they won the summer playoffs, but like I don't know. Like they weren't playing against the best competition like this year, right? Like they talked about Rogue, a lot about Rogue, Rogue, great at best of one, but nothing else. Um, fucking G two trash, of course. So I I don't know. I'd be very concerned if you are. Uh, and G2's looking for three people. So, I mean, like, there's no way Mad Line stays together after what happened when they got bounced out. Like, they, yeah, it's not no way. Happen. And G2's hunting for three people now. So that's yeah, a like whole, that's gonna be. I think. I don't know. I if G2 gets their young talent, that would be just honestly incredible. But like, Mad Line's calling out, like their owner calling out their players is honestly just fucking disgusting. Really, like, there's no way I you stick and play for that team afterwards. It's just gross. Um. But, I mean, he somewhat was right. Like, Elioia did kind of carry, but whatever. Like, I, I don't get that. Um, other two matches, I guess, we can talk about as well because it's just disappointment on the Western side of the bracket for sure. Yeah, it just I, – I, and I actually – I'm going back to the point. I really think had 100 Thieves with TL gone out, we would have had a closer series. Um, I think Fnatic had Fnatic not gone through what they went through. I think they probably would have taken second in that group. Um, so it, it's a 
and you know rogue rogue i'm a bit of a, a mixed bag i think they perform similarly to actually to uh mad lines so i'm not as hot on them but i do this has been the most disappointing worlds i think i can remember for the level of talent going in and what i was hoping for and what we've gotten, I think it's, it's been really disappointing, especially with the fact that, you know, now European teams have reached finals, uh, NA teams have reached semifinals a few years in a row. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And people are still saying that this is the best that NA has put forward in terms of teams. It I might know, actually be Kelsey said that. She was like, what about Cloud9, TSM, and FlyQuest? And I was like, yeah, yeah that was a great team. Yeah. I'm like, Cloud9's reached semis multiple times. I think like on pure talent and like year to year, the talent increases because people understand and get better at the game. So yes, if we're comparing season one players to now, probably now I'm more talented, but I would say that is not. But I think in terms of like, on paper value, they definitely look like what should be the most talented teams. I will say this. Hey, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, Asia on Asia, I'm not missing. Boys, like EDG and T1. Action, haven't you? <laughs> EDG and T1 both through. I mean, come on. Top side of the bracket was mine for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you called it. You definitely called it with the T1. Told you, I told you T1 that. with 3-0. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, I mean, that was telegraphed. They looked so fucking good. Also, HLE, like, they, listen, they looked fucking amazing, but HLE is not that good. And no. it's like, I mean, it, they should do that, I think, in my opinion. They just cleaned up what they should, which is, they took out the trash. That's uh, and then he, and then I disagree with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, but he, like HLE looked the worst out of out of everyone that made it to quarterfinals, which is a hundred percent like true. No. Yeah, but I think T one is also also plays a part in making them look horrible. I mean, sure, Cloud Nine played the worst out of quarterfinals. No, no, no. 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 I, no, I think Mad Lions was worse than C9. Game two, HLE literally looked like dog shit. Played a comp, they, think, got dismantled. I mean, played the same comp again, got dismantled again. It, it was just yeah, like, that was they ridiculous. Literally, they, they looked inept. I would investigate them for match fixing. You think they're just trying to prop up uh, T1? No, I mean, it, they're, you they're figure they're that you're not going to win worlds, you might as well make a profit, right, on the side. Um, no, I like T1 just handled them entirely, and and there was no like inspiration in any of their drafts at all i think nikki said it best like they just came back with the same comp again and just got slapped like straight it off is, the but face. They, like, it's not even i i'm sometimes i'm okay with running it back but if you look decent but they didn't look yeah. decent yeah this was like, it wasn't i mean it's was stupid it was a, it was aimless i will say i mean rng i think against edg gave us a really good match um i thought it was like pretty interesting to watch i really never felt like edg was gonna lose though which is kind of weird if that makes any sense it felt like they always kind of like the games that they lost kind of slipped out of their hands, mm-hmm. except for one. I believe they got kind of smashed, but I mean, take four chances at winning games and that'll probably get you three for the most part. So, yeah, yeah. we always knew Edward. I mean, I had it in the picks right over four and a half. Um, I unfortunately thought RNG was going to beat EDG, um, but that was by far, I think, the most entertaining. And I mean, this isn't this isn't a long stretch. Like that was just a very competitive series, and 
fun to see uh, two teams that had played each other a bunch, kind of knew each other, and so you got a decent matchup. Uh, HLE, unbelievably disappointing. Again, like I thought that was a for sure going to be over three and a half. Um, I just don't even understand how you can get that slam that bad by T1 as good as they are when you were that familiar with the team. Um, but I mean, I think the macro story of this entire season or this entire world is Korea's dominance. Here we are in the semifinals and we, they have three out of the four teams and, yeah. and the honestly, team... it might've been four out of four if they didn't have to play each other in one of those quarterfinals and, you know, and let China have one guaranteed slot. So I mean, the fourth team plays notoriously Korean style for an LPL team. That's what they all say about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if that lends itself to anything, I think the main storyline, and you're kind of touching on it, is just that I, from what I've seen, this meta rewards adaptability like a lot. And Korean teams have proven to be more adaptable than any other region. And yeah. I think that's always been true, but it shines right now. Like, they can really play anything and that's especially true for damwon but it's also true for t1 um yeah. and then genji as well i mean they they, they kind of just handled c9 who were very hit or miss but i think edg got the lucky draw here to be honest yeah we'll see though i i i, I agree i think edg has like not only do they break out of their uh obviously their quarterfinals uh curse but i actually think they have a real shot at making finals right now I think we're jumping into well, they, it. So first matchup is EDG against the Gen World G. Finals. Wait, 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 wait. It's, it's, it's T1 versus Dan1 first. Yeah, it's Dan1 versus, versus T1. I, I got you mixed up. That's my fault. I'll and, take credit for that. And to be uh, fair, that's actually the grand no, final. I have EDG. I've got T1 Dan1 on the 30th. Yep. When and you. Huh. Actually, I see what you're saying. I'm it might be backwards, at, though. I'm looking at the sports book, and it has EDG versus Jinji on yeah. the 30th. So I currently, so my sports book is saying it's the other way around. All right, here, here. I got Lolly it. I got it. It's on the, it's on the Lolly it's, Sports website. Yeah. yeah. So it's Lolly Damwon Sports T1. says Damwon versus T1 first, but uh, I would the hope they're right. It's having it the other way around. So, okay. So let's go with then. So there is confusion. With, no one knows who's playing who. We'll, go, we'll go with Lolly I would, Sports I would, I wish, because. Yeah, I wish the sports book actually had the shit together. But okay, yeah. So um, welcome, welcome to esports betting in twenty twenty one. There we go. <laughs> yeah, for real. Do Sunday. we want to? Do we just want to go? I kind of want to talk about T one and Dam one last. So should we? Yeah, just do Yeah, because it's, it's the grand final. Yeah, yeah we'll exactly. do it backwards. Fuck okay, it. Okay, let's do it backwards. Fuck, fuck, fuck the police. You know. Um, <laughs> Okay, you're British. I'd, I know, you know who to go for that. So <laughs> it comes, it, it was comes so natural when it's I a know. British guy, so I'm South just, African slash Russian, all of that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Don't yep, dox yep. me too much, man. Um. The okay, so EDG Genji. I have EDG at one point four seven. Genji at two point six seven. I, I'm actually like I'm leaning towards EDG, but I don't know if that's just bias. I, I think I am biased in this matchup. I'm not even going to lie. I think Genji's super boring. Of course, and you are full tilt against Genji. I still am full tilt yeah, against Genji. Let's be very are... clear. I think this is an EDG minus one and a half. Um, but I do think that Genji is capable of holding their own. It's just like, if you don't give them like kind of the bullshit that they need to win, then like it's completely in your hands. And I think Cloud9 gave them a lot of that. And a lot of teams have along the way. Just expose themselves to like, being taken advantage of by Gen G, I don't think EDG will do the same. Like, I play very composed comparatively to the teams that Gen G's played against 
And I, I actually think this is like a controlled matchup for EDG. That's my argument. Yeah, EDG I'm, minus one and a half. So, so I, I have a, my big thing around this is that I don't think, um, I really don't think Gen G are the optimal level of um, LCK playstyle. And I do think that EDG plays a better version of Gen G's playstyle. I can see where you're coming from with that's, that. That's the way I see it. But then again, I mean, EDG is heavily favored on the books, so you can't really ignore that. Like, if yeah. you think that Gen G is even like 50 50 with this team, it's worth taking oh, Gen yeah, G's great money line. Right now. Like, I just think that EDG is so, a better team here. So, so let me break this down. They've each played 11 games. Edward came, or EDG, came in uh, second in Group B, and their competition was T1, 100 Thieves, and Detonation Focus Me, DFM. Now, DFM is a free win, uh, but pretty good competition in 100 Thieves and uh, T1. They got 4-2. and Gen.G came in first place in Group D, but with a fucking 3-3 three and three record, just like everybody else. And their competition was Mad Lions, LNG, LOL, Scoot, and Team Liquid. Uh, decent, but you know, not overarchingly incredible. Um, EDG then had to go on and play RNG, the team that came in first place in Group C, uh, ba- barely bu- ahead of HLE. So RNG, not necessarily the greatest China team, but China across the board kind of underperformed, as we discussed. All of this is to say... When you look at the statistics, oh, and then Jinji obviously played Cloud9, aka a fucking bottom feeder, so that was easy enough. Uh, <laughs> and so fucking all this brutal. is to say is that that's your region, bro. All of this Just is remember that. That's your region. I don't want to hear from you when North America finally president. wins worlds. I don't want to hear from you. Listen, if it's a team that I think is actually, I don't want to hear from. No, I, I don't care. And what if you I can think? win money on it, I'll, I'll be a big supporter. It's not going to be, um, though. It's going to be out of nowhere. It's going to be some fucking miracle run, as just happens when Americans shouldn't win things that they do, like Cloud9, Boston Major 2018. Um, it's going to happen like that. You're, you're, you're going to hate it. So, Dude, that was point being... It's the most incredible run in East Yeah, it was a ever. huge run. I don't know. Like, I feel like those, those oh, two guys in groups. were under, under, you know, undervalued massively. I, I oh, two in groups, a, bro. I'm pretty sure. Huge. So uh, anyway, continuing on. Jinji has a marginally better KD, a marginally better mid late rate rating, a well, considerably better uh, early game rating, and a decent rating, uh, better goal difference at 15. My point is, if you look at the statistics, these teams are fucking eerily close, and I don't think that they've played eerily different competition i actually think that the lines should be pretty even because on a similar level yeah exactly and so the fact that you get 2.68 for gen g and again i'm just looking at data i'm looking at statistics uh i'm trying to remove scoot's bias that at this point is actually affecting me to a degree i scoot you know as much as i so lame as much as i enjoy watching cloud nine lose uh when I have money on the other side of this, I am looking for money here. I'm looking no, for winners. No, yeah, it is like, and I it's good said it though. And, he does agree and, and with you. Like, and I think this is just so much value points, here on it Edward make or sense, on Jin uh, yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, so really, if you want, 
I would say the over four and a half at 285 is very enticing. I think the plus one and a half for Jinji at 179 is really delicious. And then I would take the money line. But um, see, I think I, the, think, I, I don't know if I take. No, I mean, betting perspective, that's perfectly correct. Like, don't don't get me wrong. And honestly, if I was a smart person, I would put my money on Genji because then I would be happy if they got eliminated because they would be eliminated. I'd be happy if they <laughs> won because I'd hedge. make money. We call that emotional right? hedging. Emotional hedge. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not smart. And I'd rather be doubly as happy if EDG wins. So, <laughs> so you're, I, I, you're. Listen, I'm fine with that. You're slamming it. Yeah. I'll I, live with I that. Think, look, I think the, the money line bet makes a lot of sense to me. It's just the odds are there. Um, it's, it's definitely the way to go. The. Do you say plus one and a half? Yeah, plus one and a half. It basically yeah, 1. no, that 8. is actually great. Yeah, that is great. And it's we usually hate, line. and we usually hate plus one and a half. But we to do. me, that we'll at one point eight zero, it's just so good. That is really good. Um, so good. I love a good plus one and I a do, half. <laughs> plus one and a half. DM me. Do you do you guys think it's gonna be a three zero though? Oh, by who? Jinji three zero. I think if it goes three zero, it's EDG. You really think, yeah, you think it's that Yeah, if, if either team's going to 3-0 TDG, in my opinion. But do you works. actually think it's going to be that one-sided? No, 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 no. I think it's EDG 3-1 if they get that minus one and a half, and then I, I really don't see them losing, to be honest. But, again, biased as I am in the next match as well. Very biased. No, I look, I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards EDG. I think the minus one and a half at 2.02, pretty good That's bet. what I'm seeing, yeah. Um... I think if you're if you're really feeling it, you can get that nice fat four twenty for minus two and a half. Uh, but it's this is a, a tougher one for me to call. In yeah, I just I, I I think it is similar. I think we've also seen China kind of shit the bed. Um, I don't th- I think That's what I'm saying, dude. I think EDG also has that. So I think EDG plays a better version um, of the play style that Genji is playing. But I also think that both teams play a fairly predictable version that you can prepare against. Um, so we could see some sort of upset. I am skewing EDG wise. Uh, BNB, do you want any profits? Well, so one thing that's worth noting in the uh, in the statistics, and again, this is a I think at this point a large enough sample size. Um, first blood, Jinji has a seventy three percent first blood rate. Whereas EDG has a 36% first blood rate, so massively lower. Um, and you can get first blood for Jinji at 1.88. So they're actually like, versus at EDG, which is 1.85. So you actually get a shit ton of value on Jinji there for first mm-hmm. blood. So I'd be hitting that up for every single game. Uh, one other thing that I think is interesting is that the game duration they have at 32 minutes. Um, now in the game, they uh, you get 1.66 for over 32 minutes versus 2.12 for under 32 minutes. EDG's average game time is basically 31 minutes, and again they've played 11 games, so for their average game time to still be that low, I think is worth noting. Now Genji's is 37 minutes, and again they've played the same number of games. So who's gonna break? I don't, you know, I, I do think. It'll be really interesting, right? Jinji wins with longer game times. They're methodical. To Scoose word, they're boring. Whereas EDG, kind of similar to LNG, is kind of very fast-paced and kind of attacks quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it'll be, I don't necessarily have a good answer for you there other than I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see whose play style I think kind of comes forward. Comes out on top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, and so I don't far we that. I also, and, by and, the way, and I, so far, by the way, I think it's worth, sorry to cut you off, but no, just no. to finish the thought, um, while I did have Gingy placing better than LNG, uh, scoot and you still owe me that money. Um, <laughs> What is worth noting, though, is that LNG smoked the fuck out of Jinji. They destroyed them. And so, so far, when we've seen that China kind of fast-paced matchup coming up against Jinji's kind of slower, more methodical, and boring playstyle, it has not fared well for Jinji. No. Um, what I was going to jump on is just, I was going to point out that don't forget that, like, live betting this could be huge. Because if, uh, if you are an EDG fan and you think they're going to win it, I do think it will probably be a 3-1. Um but there will be a match that they lose, and it's likely you'll get better odds on the money line than you're getting at the moment. Can definitely be worth chasing. Listen, man. Genji's going home. Genji's going home. We, but yeah, but we've been saying that for a while now, and they're still there. It's, they're I mean, listen. It, honestly, if EDG say... makes the final, and if it's EDG T1, Ooh. I'm not going to know who to root for, to be honest. T1. Like, well, yeah, of course, but like <laughs> to see EDG break their curse would be fucking incredible as well. That would be huge. I, I, I will say, and while I do think all the value is on Jinji here, based off of everything I said, it feels, it feels like, like this is not Jinji's year. Like if Jinji no. was in the fucking final of worlds, I think we'd all be quite like disappointed. If I'm, it'd be so disappointing. I'd be pretty it'd sad. Be a disappointment Every, just because I, I don't think they're like, they're not. One of the better Nobody teams. wants to see them there. No, no one's been like, you know what? I'm really excited to watch fucking Jinji play. No one. <laughs> the only the only fun games they've had to cast are like the Cloud Nine game, and then then get them getting their shit rocked by LNG. Pretty interesting. Um, so basically, but, the games where they're losing. Yeah. Well, except the Cloud Nine one, but that's because they're playing Cloud Nine. Like that's the only reason people wanted to watch it. Like. Uh, yeah. it's just they're not fun no they're, they're not, not. Uh, like and that. then but they're also not like i wouldn't necessarily say like damn one's fun but they're clean and it is enjoyable nah, damn one's you can, pretty mean damn one's see, fucking fun like damn one is so fun damn one is so good it's fun yes exactly that, that's and exactly, T1's my point. exactly my point when it's you're like, watching someone play like a meta above the meta you're like, exactly oh my god it's it's so you see shit, so they do shit that you've never seen before. No, like, and what? you just see them, and they're just and they're so clinical. And it, it doesn't matter who they're against; you can just see that they're doing so well, um, and that makes it fun. Whereas when Jinji plays, I'm like, okay, you're, you're better, but I'm not particularly. This is not exciting me in the same way. It's just like well, a, and, you're better, and maybe but the, you could have lost. And this is maybe the definition of a good team, but like you feel like the other team always makes a, makes a mistake and they just capitalize on the mistake, but you don't yes. feel like they are going out They're not and forcing like the creating plays yeah. that like in chess, right? You can like mm-hmm. literally let someone make a mistake and you can do yeah. something or you can kind of put them in positions that are like really aggressive and like unbelievable. Uh, and that you just would never have thought about. Right. And, and you'll like, it, like it also, I actually, to me, it's always the analogy is always um, tennis actually. Um, I unenforced errors and uh, enforced errors. And I always think that with league, when you see Damon playing sometimes, they put 
the other team in these positions where it's like, what do they do? And you see so many teams freeze up at that moment where they don't actually even know what they need to do because it's like a lose-lose position. And actually you need to make this snap second kind of like decision and commit to it fully as a team. Um, but it's so hard when you're playing against that one. And I think well, that's, that's what I think is cool really about enjoy. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the part that's electric is that, one, they're in control of the game the entire time. And if you do put them down, there's like a high likelihood that they come back, even if the yeah. comp's not made for a comeback. Like, no. It, even if they're not composed for that. But also, their opponent to beat them, I think like 90% of the time, is going to have to do something cool. And you're either expecting that or you're expecting them on to win. Like, yeah. the opponent is going to have to make a play. Yeah, they're gonna have to make up their mind, make a decision, and I, that's why I'm excited about this matchup. But well, we can get the, into it. This is exactly it. Well, we're leaning into it. So, do we think T1 has what it takes? I mean, it's the little brother. I think I've said this the entire tournament. Like the stats have been pretty similar. Uh, the way they play is relatively similar as well. I think Damwon has a lot more control over kind of what they're doing and in, in their opponents as well. But that also makes T1 a little bit less predictable um, if if you consider it. And not to mention they have the Iceman himself. I'll say this about T1. They had, I don't know how many roster changes this year. Like, what, we're talking three or four. They've had different comps and in, in different people playing different roles. And to have this team at Worlds that's actually figuring it out right now, honestly, is pretty scary. And yeah. that's why I'm, like, pretty hype on them. Because yeah. it seems like they've gotten better every single time they've gotten on the Rift. Yeah. Um, and, and I legitimately think they have a chance to win this. And it's like passing of the torch versus denying passing it on, which I think is just a crazy matchup. So we have uh, Cheesewater in our Discord. Uh, and if you want to find our Discord, you can find it in our twin, uh, pinned tweet on Twitter, uh, where we're under at best of three network. But he talks about like some of the stats of the KDA of uh, T1's bot lane. And it is fucking huge. Like, Guma Yusi has a 22.33 KDA. Carrier has an 18.4 KDA. Whereas uh, Damon's Ghost and Barrel, they have da- Ghost has 6.6, which is still great. And Barrel is 5.2, but that is a huge difference. Um, that is something to consider. I'd also, I also want to jump on something Angus pointed out, uh, like phenomenal bet available out there. You can get a skill uh, spread on players on uh, some sports books where you can get Showmaker minus 1.5 against Faker, which, as as uh, Angus points out, if they win, if Damwon wins, that's just free fucking money. Um, the odds on T1 are 2.92, and the odds on Damwon are 1.41. I think, I agree with you 100%, Scotty, I think T1 have looked better and better the longer this tournament goes on. And I don't think, and at the end of the day, we are talking about the winningest team of all time, uh, T1. They have the infrastructure. They know what winning is like. Uh, they are the patriots of League of Legends, should we say. Um, and I, I don't doubt them um, while they still have Brady in Faker. So, you know what? Like, at <laughs> yeah, 2.92, this is, the box with Brady. This is, this is where we're looking at a situation where not only are the odds... On T1 side, a 2.92, which is just phenomenal odds. You have to take that. But I also believe in them. Um, if I were to go for Damwon, I actually think the minus 1.5 of 1.85 is pretty good. Um, 
if it goes like a 3-1, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a five-game series. And if that happens, I mean, you can get over three and a half maps at 1.4, which is decent. Um, over four and a half is at 2.91. I just, I just genuinely don't understand it. Like, I, th- there's no one on this podcast that is a bigger fan and bigger money maker off of damn one over the past two years than your boy, yours truly, Big Money Blips. Yes. How in God's fucking name is T1 a 293 underdog? It makes no sense. Like, truly, 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 no sense at all. You can get the over four and a half, which I will be taking, yeah. at 297. Better odds than just picking T1 straight up. Yeah. And I think that there's no way that this, I mean, over three and a half is going to be at um, 1.40, which is okay. Like, there's, there's no way T1 doesn't win a map. There's no way that Dan 1 doesn't win a map. So, you know, this is going at least four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the big but, issue is that, T, like, Dan 1 just kind of dominated the LCG. They dominated. They dominated and, fucking but the problem Mad there Lions. who gives is a shit? I don't like, think no, they, no, they, they dominated, dominated the, the LCK. The LCK. But the problem I think there is that um I don't I think T1 was figuring shit out. And they're potentially peaking at the right time. Yes. I mean, I mean dude, which T1 has thing. so much shit to figure out. Like they have they've like, eight people on their roster. Yeah. And they they played all of them at some point this year. Like it's been all over the place. I, I think I said it, but they found the one that works. Yeah. at the right time and that is why like i think they're very poised to do something here but i mean like the same time we're talking about probably i don't know even if the stats don't lend themselves to like their bot lane looking that good it still feels like it's all a part of like the damn one machine mm-hmm. that feeds into another player and has them play better in a certain game and that usually is like it's gonna end up being showmaker or con um or even uh, canyon i guess if you consider it uh, but I don't know. It, it, like, I think T1 special this year for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I just, if you look at the statistics, I mean, a damn one is nine and oh, very impressive. Good job by them. Um, T1 eight and one. So yeah. not much worse. Average game time, 29.4. Whereas like for, damn ones is for really T1. Long. Yeah. Versus Dan Juan, which is 34.5. Now, take that for what it is. Uh, but, I mean, this stat is absurd. KD, 3.08 for T1. They've killed 117 people, only died 38. That is I mean, fucking insane. That's actually mad. Like, I don't know how much like you guys have watched the T1 individual games, but their team fighting has been... Oh, like almost infallible. And but this is this is the thing. They don't die. Crazy. They don't die. You have. And this is the problem that I'm having right now. If it wasn't Faker, I would be more bullish on Damwon. And I know it's not just Faker, but I actually feel like Faker. See, you know what's so funny about that? This is where I'm like, fuck. You know what's so funny about that? I feel like this is Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Faker is probably the most glaring issue to me. I actually think I trust him the least out of the team now of course he's got the talent uh previously but i don't love kind of older players so actually my biggest concern is faker um 
I just can't even fathom playing nine games and as a team dying 38 times. Like I just, yeah. I literally mentally can't fathom that. Uh, now Dan Juan has got 172 kills. So, you know, almost 60 more kills, but it's died 90 times. So can I just point you know, out by ki- the way that in, if in nine games, they've died 38 times, that means that their average death is below five. Which means that literally people are the t- the whole team isn't dying. On average, I mean, yeah, it's four out of five players. There's someone going deathless, and the other players are dying once, and one player is going dying like twice. Not to mention they've lost a game, which means they probably yeah. died like a decent amount of times that game, and the rest of them are fairly clean across the board. Yeah. It's mental. I, like, it's absolutely mental. So I just th- those stats are worth calling out. You know, mm-hmm. you go you go to their you know early game ratings they're both just off the fucking charts like i've never seen an early game rating this high of 75.7 and 72.3 their mid to late game rating is like i don't even know if they have mid late ratings because they never get there they brought, they actually win in the early game uh they so don't even have to get that far yeah but like their goal difference after 15 is 3000 for t1 uh basically 2200 for uh damn so like these teams are exceptional, right? First tower raids, first yeah. blood raids. All this shit is like across the board, just electric. How in the fuck is T1 a almost 3.0 odd? Yeah. Worse. Like, I, I'm sorry. I think it's, it's just a, everyone it's is outrageous. Looking, I, it's outrageous. I really think people are looking at the performance during playoffs and last season, which I understand why, but things have changed since then. And that is leading us to this situation where. I still would I, I agree I would say Dam one is the favorite, but the money and the potential upside is so far in the favor of T one um that that's kind of you've got to put your bets there. And the I mean, only the way future on T one Dam one winning is it will making money on them, like uh, forgetting being a fan, but like the let's take the BNB approach making money on them. The only way I see that is when you're going like the minus one and a half, minus two and a half. And it's just hard to see that happening against a team like T1 and the way T1 is playing at the moment. I think I think you, you understand my point, right? And hopefully yeah, our, our listeners at this point understand my point too, which is if you... I would not bet on Damwon in this game under any scenario because I just don't think there's any value there. Even at yeah. minus one and a half is only 1.9 effectively. Yeah. Like... Not you great. are better off taking the over four and a half on this and taking the T1. And honestly, you can get T1 at plus one and a half at 1.92. Like, so yeah. to me, I'm going to stack rank T1 on this um, just because of value. And like, do, do I think Damon Kia is an exceptional team? Of course I do. But yeah. to what both you and Scotty have said and what Scott was on, you know, knowingly or unknowingly before this whole thing started. Crazy like, read. T1 is fucking peaking. They're playing so well. Yeah. It's hard. Sometimes to, it's you just hard, get a team, feeling. It's, it's, it's just like me last year. I, I understand, Scoot. Um, yeah. And so, and so. Yeah. It's just, it, you can't keep a guy like Faker away from Worlds for that long. No. Without him coming back and doing something And I don't have an issue special. with age. I think the whole age thing is overblown. Listen. I don't this, think he's necessarily playing his best, but that's the thing. If he starts to pop off, with the team around him, the way they are playing, it's uh, it's this for me. The way I read this coming into the tournament is literally Tiger Woods Masters from yeah. 2019, right? 
I mean, that that's what it is. And maybe it is a farewell to Faker after this year or whatever, even if he does win Worlds. But, like, I, I just think if there's a way for him to end it all, Look, it's people, with the people have doubted it's Brady. Be. Look where that Oh, yeah. Then. You know, you can't, you can't doubt Faker. Faker, can't Faker doubt when man. he makes it to Worlds, wins it, basically. He should. Um, he's, he's only it, there to it, win. It's, it's literally like Faker re- either doesn't reach Worlds or re- he's like, I want to take a vacation this year, so I'm not going. Or he's like, no, you know what? I, I, I kind of, I need to make a little bit of extra cash for, for next year's holiday. And he's like, okay, I guess I got to win this year. There's Faker no, there's vacation. no like in between for Faker. Apart from like losing oh. to Samson White. There's like one time or something. Yeah, I mean it's it's either vacation or unkillable demon king exactly. for four straight weeks or whatever. It's tough to get to bet against that. Um, I mean it is. That's the I nickname. Think, I think That's actually fucking nuts. <laughs> it is. It's huge. Um, I think that we've kind of gone through all of it. I, I I think we're in agreement that yeah, like damn one is arguably the favorite, but the odds are just not there, and so you need to really start digging around four bets um i do think that prop bet uh that angus pointed out those are the ones that like the show making minus one and a half against faker i think that's a good bet i think the map bets are a good bet um those are things that i think are, are exciting um but yeah we'll we'll see i would i would just love to have faker reach the finals that would be you got some birds in your house <laughs> I was literally gonna yeah, say, I was like, what the what? fuck is going <laughs> on in there? Fucking, I know, you know no, what? I, I didn't close the balcony door and I haven't had a chance to step away. And you, your fucking birds in Australia are just not nice. They're Those just things like, are nuts, apparently. I can, dude, I can hear that. They just. You're gonna dox, it, it, you're doxing yourself now. Dude, this man, is on you. Yeah, I know. But you uh, send you a hate mail to Europe Sydney, and Australia. it's all like pleasant birds in Australia. Like even the fucking kookaburras sound like a, a vomiting baby. I mean, my only, listen, my only way of wrapping it up after you just said vomiting baby on a podcast. Yeah. I just think, listen, everybody here, little tense, doesn't want to say the wrong thing, doesn't want to misstep, <laughs> especially in a semifinal. But I think the point that's come across is that we're all very excited. Like this is, especially for this match, I don't know about the other one. The other one's a little less exciting. It would be yeah. cool to see EDG in a final, but there is a ton of excitement to see Tamwon and T1 face. I mean, I don't think there's any question, right? Which is, this is the final that we wanted to have is T1 versus T1 yes. or, the- or T1 versus C9. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be, sorry, that sorry. Would sorry. Be the, nice realistic, the, the realistic, the realistic, the realistic outcome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Sure. And, and, and so with that in mind, like who gives a fuck who either one of these teams will win worlds. Whoever wins is beating EDG or Genji. I don't know. I think, I think if EDG gets through, it's, it's, there's a little juice there that could get dangerous. To be honest, mm, just want to be straight know, up, man. I don't know, dude. I mean, breaking curses and uh, sports. You know, it gets it gets. I funky think if, I honestly, I think if Dam if Dam one makes it, I that's it. I think they're, they're back to back. Oh yeah, if they three zero and they're twelve zero in worlds, yeah. especially it's it's over. <laughs> like it's, you it's can done. call the tournament. It's there done for. All right, especially everyone, if they yeah if they. Yo, if they 3-0 T1 and then they have to face Gen G, who's a worse Korean team, it's it's GG. Yeah, that's that's gonna be such a disappointment. Um, probably arguably going to be one of the worst finals, uh, apart from that other 3-0 fucking matchup we once had. Um all right. 
follow us on Twitter at best of three network. Uh, you can find our link to our discord in the pin tweet. Come chat. We're talking about uh, LOL. We also talk a little bit about the CDL and the new uh, kind of teams and everything happening there. So that's being exciting. We, ca- we occasionally talk about the uh, Optic Dallas leaked, leaked uh, new logo. Yep. So that's that. We also talk like about that. the fact that I'm Diamond and Valorant now. We talk so about that. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's a fun group. Uh, make sure to come jump in, follow us. Thank you so much for listening to me and guys. We appreciate all of your support. And that's about it for me. I'm looking forward to semifinals. Last words, boys. Now we'll see you for finals. Just excited. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.